Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to episode, I believe it's 13? 14. 14. We've just discussed this. Sorry, everyone. Two seconds ago. Um, the podcast, just warning in advance, Misty's in a bit of a zoomy mood this morning, so... She's definitely going to feature in this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't decide where she wants to be, but... Um, yeah, I hope you've had a good week. Hope you've enjoyed the last couple of episodes. They've been a bit different than what we started off with, but I think we're really liking it. Yeah, it's kind of nice to just kind of change it up a bit and see what we can do. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But um, this week we kind of wanted to talk more about us again. Be like, it has been about us, but we've kind of ventured back into the past again. But this is definitely more present day Danica and Adam conversation, which yeah. we haven't really done, actually. No, no, so we've got a new yeah. kind of episode again for you this week. So <laughs> more along the lines of what we started off doing. Basically, what we wanted to talk about this week was we've started a business together, uh, TaylorMade Media. Yes. So you see a theme there, TaylorMade Podcast, TaylorMade Media, because we've founded a company together. Yeah, we have. Um, as a, we founded a, a partnership and getting that off the ground has been really interesting. <laughs> so kind of what we wanted to talk about today, uh, we'll talk a little bit about what the company is, just in case you're wondering. But the biggest thing we'll talk about is the challenges we've faced so far with working mm. together. Um, because with lockdown and everything, um, not that we're in lockdown in Queensland anymore, but we have been spending a lot of our time exclusively together to go from, you know, working for the same company beforehand, but not really getting a lot of time together because we're in different store locations to mm. being together 24 seven and trying to build a business together. Um, where there's bound to be some hiccups. <laughs> Teething issues, I call Teething them. Teething issues, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, what did you call some bugbears coming yes, to the surface bears, from yeah. both of our subconsciouses? <laughs> so, yeah, we thought it'd just be fun to talk sort of more present day Adam and Danica and just yeah kind of let give you a bit of a window into what's happening at the moment for us and what you will see on our Instagram and that sort of thing which yeah. we haven't really done yet yeah so I think I think we if we start off sort of when we started the podcast we said that we just got stood down from our jobs mm. we've now just been laid off made yeah. redundant <laughs> we now do no longer have those jobs <laughs> at all <laughs> And to be frank, I'm not sad uh, yeah, <laughs> at <look>. all. <laughs> um, I was very unhappy with how everything went. Even before we were stood down, I wasn't very happy in my job. So I'm not going to miss it at all. You will definitely miss your team, won't you? My team was absolutely amazing, yeah. Yeah, but them. you probably won't miss the job. Uh, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't envy those travel agents who are still stuck in the travel industry. No. Um Although I will look forward to seeing you again as a customer when travel is up and running again. <laughs> Very much so. Because <laughs> <laughs> I never want to put together an itinerary myself ever again. <laughs> ever. <laughs> but, yeah, so what we've decided to do instead, so what TaylorMade Media is, is a content creation company. So I am a copywriter um, and I also do graphic design uh, in conjunction with brand design. So if you bought a brand package with us, then you would get a copywriter, a video editor and um, some graphic design and brand design. And then Adam does... I do um, I do video editing and audio editing. So I edit all of our podcasts and um, all of the promos you see on Instagram. I make all of those myself. Danica makes the graphics. I do all the video editing. I'm I'm actually really loving it. Um, it's really, really, it's a lot of fun to really let loose my creative side on video and stuff like that. Because I've never done video before, really, and I'm completely self-taught. 
and I'm learning new things all the time. So it's really, really exciting. Mm. You in particular, you've had a couple of really exciting pro- projects the last couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, being a, a big kind of comic book video yeah, game. Yeah, definitely into that uh, geek culture for sure. Yeah. I uh, just recently did that interview, uh, edited the interview for Collector's Maze with Brian Silverbacks, who has just released a new comic called Loggerhead. So cool. I mm. cannot wait to get my hands on it. Yeah, he was a really passionate person. Very passionate. I and, love, um, yeah, love listening to him. He's got another really exciting one as well, so keep an eye on our Instagram for that because he's not allowed to tell anyone just yet. Just yet, yeah. But um, <laughs> people who love video games will be very excited yes. um, about what Adam is doing at the moment. Um, and I've had some really fun stuff as well. I've been doing some guest blogging and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's just been quite – we're still in the getting it off the ground stage, but we're definitely – proud business owners and we're excited to see where this year takes us so yeah that's just a bit of background on that for you but I guess I'll I'll start off by asking you Adam Mm. um (laughs) what's it been like working with me in a professional sense on our own project on our own project okay all right that's not the spin I thought you were going to go with that but I'm very glad you did yeah so I think in our own project I guess I don't really know (laughs) It's not something we've really sat and talked about. No. I guess because we have worked together in in other ways, like, I don't really feel it's much different. Mm. Except that we're our own bosses. Yeah. And we get to really drive the creativity ourselves. Mm. Um, I very much prefer this. I very much prefer not to work for someone else. Mm. And I've realised that this is is the thing that I'm going to be trying to do for the rest of my life now even if it doesn't take off at the moment this is what I want to be Mm. you know so yeah I'm really excited every single day to get up and work on this with you that's really nice I'm glad to hear that what about you as you know I've definitely been on a bit more of a roller coaster I know (laughs) 100% this is what I want to do and I love working with you um I think my roller coaster has more been just my self-confidence at mm. all like I start off or I started off as you know the project really confident we could do it yeah. 100% this was going to be our you know our life now we're going to be those people and then yeah it's just been a constant like I can do it yay no I can't <laughs> I can do it yay no I can't <laughs> and it, and neither stage lasts very long I'm always yeah. constantly on the up and down and I'm I'm actually feeling a bit burnt out lately by yeah. it all but we've got an amazing business coach who I'm sure is going to really help us push through this so that's good yes um, um, you in particular, your mindset, you were, you're kind of the opposite. Can you tell everyone what it's been like for you to kind of start off from that? Yeah. I can't do a place um, to be in this amazing place that you're in at the moment. Yeah. So I think the way I grew up, I grew up telling myself stories about who I should be as a person. Mm. And, uh, it comes with all the, probably all the, most likely all the bullying and everything that I went through as, as, as a kid. And even into my teenage life. So that's definitely going to have some kind of effect. But my, the stories that I was telling myself were all about my worth as a person and what I can bring to the table as a editor or, you know, whatever I wanted to be. Mm. Um, so I was telling myself that I didn't deserve it. I wasn't good enough. Who would ever want to, you know, all yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Our business coach, who is brilliant, and we would not have gotten this far without him, Mm. he really helped me to move past that and start to tell myself the stories that I needed to be telling myself. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, 
finishing that Brian Silverback's interview and having it turn out so well. Mm. Like, I'm so proud of it. Yeah. Like, you have no idea. Yeah. I haven't created something in so long, mm. and that is just phenomenal mm. for me. And I am so proud of, of the work that I produced. That really helped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, hel- it really helped me really cement that, oh, no, I'm good at this, and I can do this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely coming from that, you don't deserve this to, well, yeah, I do. Mm. Like, why, why, why wouldn't I? Yeah. Who, and, who, who am I to tell myself I don't deserve this? Yeah. <laughs> and I think you've kind of hit the nail on the head and it's like, when we're going through this, it feels so, so much like it's an only me thing. Mm. But like, what you just said is what we hear so many people say all the time. Like, there's countless books, there's countless, mm. you know, online mindset courses and you know the reason coaches are such a big thing in the online space is because everyone has this yeah we're not taught as people to have self-worth growing up if you were taught then you're the unicorn yeah (laughs) you know like i was about to say in fact if you are taught this then that's amazing and good on you and good on whoever brought you up because Mm. like you just said that's not something that you're taught as a human especially as Australians. Yeah. Australians have this just horrible tall poppy syndrome. Anyone that stands above the rest immediately gets cut down. Yeah. Because no one should be better than anyone else. Yeah. To say anything good about yourself yeah. is kind of it's, arrogant. Yeah. We it's were, considered arrogant. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember the first time I heard that I was in high school and mm. I was doing really well academically, you know, as I did. I, I am an academic person. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a highly sensitive person and people who had been nice to me up to this point. And I went to a school with only like 80 kids in it in high school. So it wasn't hard for bad things people were saying about you to get back to you. I mean, I'm sure if you were in a bigger high school, it'd be the same, but maybe it just happened a bit quicker (laughs) in an 80 person school. Yeah. And I just remember being so completely devastated that anyone could ever say something like that about someone because I would never say that about anyone. That's because you're a kind person (laughs) and you always have been. But in saying that, I think I have been guilty of doing it. Like, I think as you get older, I think it is just such a cultural thing in Australia to if someone's doing really well, instead of saying something positive, you find something negative to say. I'm 100% I will own up. I have been guilty of it. And we just do it so unconsciously. Mm. And that's because that's what we've been taught. Not mm. by our parents, not by anyone, but by society. Yeah. And our and Australian society. Yeah. Because that's that's exactly what it's like. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I'm, we've only experienced Australian society, really. So that's all that we can say. But yeah, it definitely, there is a a cultural thing about if you're doing really well in life, there'll be more people naysaying you than yeah. the other way around. So I guess that's something we need to be prepared for. Yeah. I saw I, there's a, uh, I, I don't know if it's a direct quote or something like that. And I couldn't tell you who, who said it, but it's basically if someone's talking about you behind your back and trying, trying to tear you down, you must be doing something right. Yeah. I like and that. And I really like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's... Um, it's just been so amazing for me to see you like this. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't think I've ever actually seen you this happy, you know? Like, except for probably when we very first moved in together mm. and we were going through that real, like, honeymoon stage. Yeah. Um, it's been a while since I've seen you like this. So, it's... It's, it's been a while been, since I've felt like this. Yeah. It's been super uplifting for me, but also I think that's part of why, like, I feel like I almost haven't been this bad with my mental health since that time period either. Mm. 
And I think it's the same thing. Like I was going through a lot of emotional transformation at that time. That's um, a really good way to put it. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the same thing that's mm. happening now is I'm struggling with the same sorts of feelings about not feeling confident in myself and not feeling like I deserve the kind of success in life that we're striving for at the yeah. moment, especially as business owners. Like that's, it's such a big risk, you know, we're mm. in a time when, what was it you said? There's 15 unemployed people for every job in Queensland at the uh, moment. As of, as of early last week, I mm. believe it was. I don't know what the numbers are like today, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's a scary time to live in mm. for sure. So yeah, to be going into business and trying to get something new off the ground is probably just as scary. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's part of what's happening in my brain as well, is I feel mm. like I should be looking for a job. I should be looking for some sort of- Secure. Security. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which- is the opposite of what we need to be doing. We yeah. need to be putting all of our energy into what we're doing. So, sorry, you said something just, just before, like, oh, I don't mean to cut you off there, but do you feel like you're sort of breaking yourself down to build yourself back up? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do That's you, like what I did before. Yeah. And, and is it a conscious thing or is it unconscious or what, what do you think? Well, you were saying to me, cause we were talking about what our next, cause we have a, once a week we have a private coaching session and a group coaching session and we get to kind of choose what our private coaching session is about. And I asked Adam what it should be about. And he was saying that I need more coaching around my inner resistance to authority, authority <laughs> and to the mindset changes and things like he's yeah. taken everything and just kind of run with it. And it's really worked for him, but I'm finding I have, like, I know all of the tools I need to be using. I know the law of attraction. I know the the mindset shift and the reframing of the statements we tell ourselves in our heads. Like, I, I know all of those and, I like, I know I should be using them. And I, I also know what I need to be doing for our business. I know we should be putting out content and I know we should be, you know, talking to more people. And Adam has just been running with it and he's been doing so well. And I just haven't been. My mental health has been a real big bugbear for me this this time and and I think it's good I think like you say I am tearing myself down to build myself back up again but it it's just been much more of an intense process than I thought I thought I was past a lot of these insecurities and a lot of these um issues I have um with my inner stories that I tell myself but they're all still there and I just obviously just haven't um been encountering them as much um, or I haven't been consciously encountering them and all this coaching is making me notice them more. I've just been feeling very not productive mm. and even like recording the podcast, we usually do it earlier on in the week and I just haven't been able to do it. So yeah. it's literally so, the day before the podcast goes live, guys. Yeah. yeah. Speaking to you in the future, we recorded this yesterday. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's um, been a weird week for sure. It has um, been. Yeah. And actually in our group coaching session, it was all on mindset this week yeah. and there was an exercise where we had to first answer all of the different things about what we're like when we're down. And then we had to find a way to find the opposite of that. So we had to picture a time in our life when we had felt successful and good and high, like not high, like drug high, but like a natural high, like you'd achieved something and you were happy and you were feeling like you were killing it in life. And I was the only one in the group who couldn't think of a time, you know? Like, yeah, and I think that just goes to show that the group that we've got now is very different to most people. Mm. Because a lot of people haven't don't, don't remember those times. Mm. It, it's, it's all about perception. And I wish I knew exactly where I knew this from. I believe it's from 
a medical study I read somewhere. You you remember, <laughs> you, remember. you remember the painful things yes. rather than it was, the good things. It was a study done on pain. Um, yeah. I can't remember what book I read it in. It was in a book. Yeah. No, I don't know which one it was. I'm sorry, guys. But if I read it again, I'll... I'll tell it again but yeah basically when colon i don't think i've never had one but apparently they're not as painful nowadays as they mm. used to be but once upon a time getting a colonoscopy was a very painful procedure <laughs> and um they did a study on patients who were having colonoscopies about how they rated the pain so they found that people whose colonoscopies were you know medium level they got them to rate the pain at different intervals throughout the test and then they asked them again at the end of the procedure how painful it was so there were patients whose procedure was very painful at the beginning and they rated it as very painful at the beginning and then um it kind of petered off towards the end and wasn't as painful at the end um and then they had patients whose wasn't very painful at the beginning and then it got really painful right at the end um, and they found that it was the patients whose pain level was highest at the end, even if the people whose pain was really high at the beginning and probably higher than what the ones who were at the end, the ones who had the most pain at the end were remembered the experience as more painful than the people who didn't have as much pain at the end. So your brain remembers the end of an experience, yeah. not the beginning or the middle. <laughs> and it basically. changes the perception of the entire experience. Exactly. So if you if you perceive the pain at the end to be worse, the entire experience is worse, not just the end. Yeah. Basically, it's a little trick our brains make to, and you can put this put the put a positive spin on this. Um, make us for one have babies. Um, because <laughs> because you get such a rush of endorphins when you have your child in your hands, and like you see them and meet them for the first time, you you kind of forget about that pain. Mm. Not immediately, obviously, and obviously there is outliers to this, but. That's sort of how it works. Yeah. That's why you have more than one kid. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, I mean, you're speaking for women a little bit there. Yeah, I do. Uh, yes, I, I I, understand that I am speaking for women a little bit, and I apologize if that's incredibly rude. But... It's a it's a scientific thing. Yeah. He's not saying he's experienced it no. or will ever experience it. It's just no. that's what the example in the book yes. was. Um, yeah. <laughs> just for all of those people out there, Adam yes. is... I do apologize. He's the biggest feminist you'll ever meet, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's just getting excited. Yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, I think you can't remember a time because maybe the good times sort of were overshadowed by the bad. Mm. And while I definitely didn't have a great childhood, teenagehood, whatever, I definitely had some amazing experiences in there as well. Mm. I sort of had two different lives, I guess, in a way. Yeah. So... Yeah. And it was the end of your high school period. That, that was, was really that good. That was really good, yeah. Once I hit grade uh, 11 and 12, like, I loved school. I didn't want to leave. Mm. I wish that I had had that experience for the first 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, where I... Yeah, I didn't really have that experience. I left school in year 10, so mm. I did 11 for a little while, but I got the swine flu. <laughs> And then I didn't want to go back. Mm. So, yeah, I was the only person who couldn't think of one and I still can't think of one, unfortunately. So work that's something that. I'll need to work on. But, yeah, I guess that has been our biggest challenge as business partners so far is just contending with my mental health. Well, not <laughs> just having... yours, like both of ours. Yeah. Like you said, I've, I've only been like this for a week and a half. Mm. 
and I'm I'm waiting for the crash because I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> um, but like, I don't think you should get down on yourself about feeling this way. Yeah. Like you said, you've been through something like this before, and I think you kind of have forgotten that. Mm. Yeah. Well, it only just occurred to me yeah. that this is the last time I was this bad was when, when we, we first were got together, and you were changing together. who mm. you were mm. for the better. And I think that's about to happen again. Yeah. Well, that's really nice. I can't wait to see the person you become after this. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's a bit of a life update for you guys, I yeah. guess. Like, you could probably hear I'm a bit lower energy than normal, but unfortunately we can't put off recording this podcast for you any longer. No, otherwise <laughs> um, we're not going to be able to edit it and yeah, put it up. Yes. I, I just hope it's um, it hasn't been a downer because we are very excited yeah. about our business and we're very excited about where it's going. But, but I, th- I think it's really good to have that conversation about, yes, you can be excited, but mm. also terrified and just down about everything like yeah. you can still emotions are emotions are hard <laughs> <laughs> emotion help yeah emotion capital letters i am feeling i am it. feeling it yes i love that <laughs> um but yeah no it's it's just realistic i suppose like you have highs and lows in life and you have high, like anyone who's listening who is an entrepreneur or a business owner or has ever tried to do something outside of their comfort zone will know that you can be both excited and terrified and feeling like you can't do it, but you have to do it all at the same time. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically how I'm feeling at the moment. And yeah. I don't want to be low energy for you guys, but that's just the reality of how we are currently. And I just wanted to keep it real with you. And I never want to project the image that we're some sort of perfect couple who have everything sorted out because we don't. I was a little bit worried listening back to some of our previous episodes, like we were that talking we so much like about that. how much of our problems we have sorted out. I, I never wanted it to sound like we don't have problems anymore because life we is, definitely do life is one problem after the other yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. like you sort one out and the next one's there ready to be tackled so yes. this is our problem that we're tackling now yeah it's, and it's a good problem to have mm. like we're we're very excited about this problem yeah but it's just the, it's still a problem the experience of it in the moment isn't always very fun i'm trying to look at it as being fun and as being a challenge and yeah, we'll see where it takes us. Thanks um, so much for listening this week, guys. I think tell us about what do you reckon? When was your last transformation period? Yeah. Like, um, when can you think of a time that you weren't sure why you were feeling down? But yeah, it's a tricky question this week. It is. I think it's um some homework for you yeah, guys. <laughs> or maybe maybe even just let us know if listening to what I'm going through, especially with everything going on in the world, like. I never want to sound like poor me, poor me, like, but this is just our current journey at the moment. Yeah. You know, maybe just let us in on how your journey's going, you know, yeah. send us a message. How are you going so far now that we're halfway through 2020? Um, our poor friends in Melbourne are dealing with another lockdown. Um, our friends in the US, because I saw that a few of you are from there. Um, you know, you guys are dealing with everything that's going on over there at the moment. So, yeah, maybe just... Now that we're talking more current events instead of past, just let us know how your 2020 is going. We'd love to... Have a chat about that. Yeah. See how you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Have a catch up. <laughs> <laughs> so have a great week, guys. Enjoy uh, the podcast up to this date and we'll talk to you next week. Before we let you go today, everyone, we just want to remind you that we're proud members of the Applaudable Podcast Network. And what that means is there's a whole range of other podcasts available on that network over at applaudable.net. And we'd love if you could go over and check them out as well. Thanks so much.
Thank you for joining us for another episode of the TaylorMade podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We're very excited to release a new episode every week on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. You can follow us on Instagram at TaylorMade underscore AU and on Facebook at TaylorMade Media AU. Thanks again and we hope to talk to you next time. Designers like Kelvin Klein have large handbag selections, so by not putting pockets in their dresses, they're essentially trying to get you to buy one of their purses.